Big news out of the airlines. There are some fees that are going away. Is there more to come? We're going to talk to Pete the Planner from Hey Money on today's Money with Friends. Welcome back to the Money with Friends podcast, coming to you live from my mom's half-finished traveling basement. Today, we are in East Lansing, Michigan. I'm Joe Salcihai. And I'm Peter Dunn, coming to you from the crossroads of America, Indianapolis, Indiana. Yes, we gave ourselves that name. That's fantastic. And probably paid a little extra for it, too. Oh, you got to pay for the branding. Yeah, we were all sorts of things, but that's what we are today. This is the podcast where Pete and I are going to cover a recent story ripped from the financial press. Today, we're going to tackle one from IBT.com. Not only do we read them like some podcasts, but we'll dive into how they affect your wallet and what you can do to invest, save, and pay down debt more effectively. And of course, we're going to do it in less than 20 minutes. Well, we're so happy because today and tomorrow, Tomorrow, we have our friend Pete the Planner back. How are you, man? I'm good. I'm uh, I'm at stage four of the pandemic, which is just short of stage five. So things are going well. Uh, on, on a scale of what, stage one to 70? No one knows. <laughs> we have no, no one knows. But I feel like I've moved past stage three. I, by the way, these are, all, I can't define any of the stages. It's just, it feels like something's next and I'm in four right now. I remember when I don't remember which administration or president it was that created the uh, created the the, uh, the the threat levels, and I'm oh, like yeah. I'm like once Look. you once you go to orange you can never go back because if yeah. you if you ever go back so now that you're at stage four you yeah. can't go back to stage one like there's no way because it might happen again at some point you're like well it's shame on you we were on stage four yeah I went through a bit here are my here are the the real stages. Eat like world world is ending and it doesn't matter. That was actually stage one through three. And now I'm at like lose all the weight from stages one through three. That's where I'm at. Lose the COVID-19. Yeah. Yes. Well, you can do that after this uh, 15 minutes, pal, because right now we're going to talk about airlines and airline fees. Let's see which one of our friends is going to help us kick off today's show. Hey, what's good? This is Rich from Paychecks and Balances. And do you just like hanging out and chatting about the news? Well... That's why I tune in to Money with Friends. All right. This piece comes to us from uh, ibtimes.com, but we've seen it everywhere. This is written by Don Geske. Change fees eliminated permanently. (laughs) I love how they use the word permanently with airlines. Don't we? This must be a very young writer. There is nothing permanent when airlines do anything. But comedy aside... Change fees eliminated permanently for Delta, American, United, and Alaska Airlines. Uh, Don writes, Delta, American, United, and Alaska Airlines have all announced they're eliminating ticket changes fees permanently for some flights. The elimination of the change fees from the airlines comes as they look to allow for more flexible travel during the coronavirus pandemic. The airline industry has seen a significant drop in air travel as passengers stayed home during the pandemic. The change fee policy from Delta is effective immediately and includes its first class, Delta Premium. Select, Delta Comfort Plus, and main cabin tickets. There's an exception to basic economy tickets, which traditionally come with a no change and no cancellation policy. However, Delta said it will also waive change fees on newly purchased international flights and basic economy fares through the end of the year. Pete? We've said it before that we need to approach flexibility differently than this industry has in the past. And today's announcement builds on that promise to ensure We're offering industry-leading flexibility, space, and care to our customers, Delta CEO Ed Bastian said. 
in a statement. We want our customers to book and travel with peace of mind, knowing that we'll continue evaluating our policies to maintain the high standard of flexibility they expect. American Airlines has also eliminated its change fees for all domestic and short-haul international flights. The policy extends to first class, business class, premium economy, and most main cabin fares. United has also gotten rid of change fees for good for all standard economy and premium cabin tickets for travel within the U.S. effective immediately. The airline said the policy who uh, extends to new tickets purchased through December 31st to allow for unlimited changes without any additional costs. Alaska Airlines also issued a no-change fee policy for domestic and international flights, effective immediately. The policy applies to all tickets except for the airline's Saber Faves, or Saber Fares. Saber Faves would have been better copy. Right. For the Saber Fares, unless they are purchased by December 31st. Saber Faves, the crossroads of American ticket purchases. I don't. Uh, this story is, is so good because I'm printing it off and I'm saving it. And I'm pulling it back out in about three years. I got to tell you what's funny about this. What, what, was it the American Airlines CEO saying, we always have you at the heart of everything. Like we, we're getting rid of this because of you. Now, the big question is, Pete, why the hell did you have this dumb policy in the first place? Because if I'm, if I'm let's say, at an airport and you got me to airport number one early, this, this is purely hypothetical. This would have never happened in real life. You actually got me there early. And then my next plane to get to my final destination is delayed. And there's one that's leaving right now. And the gate agent tells me that it's only a quarter of the way full. Me getting on that plane. I don't know that that should happen. Here's what needs to happen. You need to try to charge me 200 bucks to get on that plane because it's a change of my, of my flight. Absolutely ridiculous. These fees were crazy in the first place. They've never made sense. And to prove they never made sense, Southwest doesn't even have them. So what they're saying now is they're acknowledging by saying, now, you know, well, now we're going to be flexible. What has Southwest been the whole time? And I'm not a big Southwest fan, but Southwest has done this for a really long time. What I know to be true, if you've ever sat in the gate and you've heard all the different premium classes or the classes going through, you know, the, the status miles. Joe, all they're going to do is come up with a new type of fare that will be their cheapest fare that will have change fees. Like, so they've just said, hey, guy, based on everything we have, we're not going to have change fees. Starting 2021, the super uber premium basic fare with change fees. And that's the only ticket there's going to be. Yeah, it's it's so crazy when you read what these CEOs are saying as they do this. The way I heard it, and I don't know if this is correct or not, but I heard that United did it first, and it was within that within a couple hours that the other airlines answered. Now that may be wrong, maybe a different airline did it, but I'm certain though, regardless of which one started it, Pete, here's what happened. One of them said, We're finally getting rid of this baloney fee. And mm-hmm. then all the other ones had to respond. Like yeah. they had to respond. I like to imagine scenarios like that. It's like they hear it and then the CEO of it is like, get Peterson on the phone. And they grab the phone and they, Peterson, uh, United is changing their fees. Oh, okay, uh, Mr. Bastion, uh, right away, we'll, we'll change our fees too. Come up, with, come up with a way to make this up, right? That's going to be the next one. You got to come up with a way that we're going to make this fee up. This, this absolutely, like, like as an example, here's, here's another one. If you can figure out a way to magically get that bag through the TSA line, you can always check it for free at the gate. 
every stinking time. All you got to do is be able to get it through the first half. And then part of the, the other highway robbery are these baggage fees. I, I, we should have probably started out with, hey, we do feel sorry for the airline industry and all the employees losing their jobs. <laughs> we should have probably led with that. But I have to admit here, you know, when Congress gets itself into big trouble and then it comes out with this big superfluous statement that says how great they are and you're welcome. It, it, they've created their own issue here. And then they're like, hey, everybody, we solved a really big problem that we ourselves created. You're welcome. It's, it's absolutely horrible, but this is not the only industry where this happens. You know, it's sad when, when, when that earlier scenario happened to me and I'm at this gate early, by the way, at this gate, I knew that this plane that was delayed that I was trying to get on was the same plane I was going to have to be on. So it was going to go to my destination, drop off the four people that were on it, come back to Dallas, pick up me three hours later and then take. So, so I knew it was going to be a three hour delay. Nope. We got to charge you 200 bucks, put you on the plane. The bad news is I have, and, and, and this is absolutely horrible. I, I have 11,000 Twitter followers. And I actually went, yeah, do you know who I am, Pete? I know. I like that look. Oh, my God. Yes. Uh, yes. Look at That's me. Yes. More than 10,000. But this is sickening. Here's how I got rid of it. And it is sickening. I tweeted immediately and said, this is absolute baloney. And the very first thing American Airlines said is, hey, don't put it on Twitter. Talk to the gate agent. I'm like, no, 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 baby. I finally got you paying attention to me. And uh, But I did go back to the gate agent. But what was also funny was then I went to Twitter and I said, no, that nice lady also said that you just have a stupid policy and there's nothing she can do about it. It has nothing to do with her. Like, oh, oh don't get me wrong, man. I learned uh, passive aggressive nature uh, from my mom. Uh, she's a ninja at this stuff. So uh, I immediately, but, but you know what they end up doing? They gave us like $450 of all of these things to shut me up for 200 bucks that they were going to take out of my wallet for nothing. The plane was almost empty. Why the hell don't you just put me on it? It was the, uh, uh, anyway, I'm not mad at all about that, Pete. Yeah, it doesn't seem like therapy has helped. You know, I've yet to use the bully pulpit of social media in that fashion yet because I'm really holding out for it to be something. Not that 200 bucks isn't a big deal because it is, but I, I've yet to, to whip that, that concept out. But I will someday and it will be phenomenal. <laughs> I don't know what it's going to be, but I'm waiting. And you're right. You, you, you're right. And I felt even bad when I was doing it. And it really wasn't the 200 bucks as much as it was, there was no reason to charge me for it. If I was looking to change my, my, my gate, you know, I was looking to change everything. Sure. And instead of just getting my butt home at the time it said on my ticket, which I would have done had they let me get on that plane. Um, if it were something else, Okay, I can see maybe some fee, but charging me two hundred bucks to do—they're in—they're in the transportation industry. Isn't their job to make me happy that I got? Home? Thank you, American Airlines. You got me home when it said on my ticket. Thank you very much. You know, I, I in knowing you too, you probably began the whole thing very reasonable. It's like, hey, here's this situation. Can we do this? And they're like, well, change fee. You'll never be the guy I saw in the Denver airport who had a situation. We've all had the situation, right? That situation. And just start screaming, respect my status. Respect oh, my God. My no. Dying. Like, I did put that on Twitter. Uh, but it was it like made my four hour delay palatable because this guy won the idiot of the day award. Respect <laughs> my status. I, I saw a YouTube video on that. Some woman at a uh, like a CVS saying saying. 
I'm an American Express Platinum card holder. I'm a Platinum what? card holder. Do you know oh, who yeah, I I'm am? Bad. Yes. No, you know it's me and my weird YouTube videos. I'm going to have to find that one. Yeah, I do feel I do feel a little crappy. Now. Mike saying he doesn't think the American Airlines bribe worked where they gave me 450 bucks because clearly I'm still talking about it after they gave me that money. Um, uh, the big thing here, though, you know, we talk about these these baloney fees. Is, is there you know, and it's not just here, right? It's in other places. Do you question these fees? Do you say, why do you have this on my bill? Do you let it go and just go, you know what? I'm powerless. Like what kind of a recourse do we have when it comes to a lot of these crappy fees? Uh, I had to take my uh, son to a doctor's appointment the other day and I could tell what they were doing. They were stacking on fees. You could tell by the procedures and the thing. And it, I mean, look, Oh, we got a rule thing. No, you don't because this is pretty cut and dry. And so let's just say, Joe, I'm waiting for that bill to come. Oh, fellas going to get on, uh, get on the phone and it's going to go wonderfully for me. How? Cause I'm going to call him up. I'm like, all right, here's the thing. The doctor was in there for 70 seconds, 70 seconds after waiting 45 minutes. So the person could go, yep. But what they're going to do is to say the doctor was highly involved with the situation as opposed to the nurse practitioner. Cause so the more people that go in, then they put those people's billing code in there. And so, they're going to get the wrath of Peter, which actually sounds like a movie you shouldn't shouldn't watch. <laughs> but, but but can you win that argument? Yes, because I got a bully pulpit. I'll put it on Twitter. I'm like, <laughs> I learned this from Joe. <laughs> It's so bad. By the way, everybody just send me your grievances so I don't feel like such an, a jerk. Like if somebody has four Twitter followers, feel free to send me your thing and I'll help you out. So it's it's not just Joe pushing his way around. Um, uh, but, but seriously, there is a way to fight this. And I think rule number one is the opposite of what that guy did. I knew the woman, the gate agent, it was not her problem. Don't get me I got passive aggressive with her, but I wasn't nasty. I just kept trying to appeal to her. And finally, she actually said to me, she's like, sir, I understand your situation. I will lose my job if I put you on that plane without getting $200 from you. And I, you know, what do you do? She won the, she won the gymnastics there. I felt for her, you know, I mean, she basically said in code the, the, the idiot company I work with created this thing. I can't do anything about it. And I need, I need to be employed. So don't be, don't be rude to the people. I found that I've gotten so much further when I'm nice to the people and I appeal more to the situation that I'm in. Just say, okay, let's just, let's walk through this. What would you do if you were me? And if I have a chance to win, usually then they're more on your team. No, I'm totally like, get them on my team. I'm don't shoot the messenger. Right. Had you said to that woman, okay, then let's polish up that resume. Like that would have been the wrong approach. <laughs> right. I, I like to like find some, how's your day going? You know, my day's going pretty good too, but I just got this bill and I'm hoping you can make my day a little bit better. You know, and it's, it's a little yes. bit charm. Like I'd sold a car or two, which I haven't, but you know what I mean? No. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, um, in just a moment, Pete and I are going to have our big takeaway, but first. All right, Pete, it's the big time here. What uh, what's our takeaway from today's piece? Never anger Joe when his social media account is at his fingertips, because here's what will happen. He'll do what the kids call <laughs> put me on blast. And when Joe Salcihai puts you on blast, it will cost you four hundred and fifty dollars in travel vouchers. And I don't have that quality of a printer. So that's what I've learned today. Joe. 
I had a friend once who who told me, apparently I angered them one time, and they said that it's a husband and wife said they had put my wife and I in the penalty box. Oh. And I'm like, how old are we? Are we like 14? And I'm in the, I'm in the, what does it mean to be in the penalty box? Well, you know, you don't, you don't anger somebody and put them in the penalty, but don't go, don't get in Joe's penalty box. That's a good takeaway. So wait, you were put in, in the penalty box. I was put in the penalty box by friends of mine. And you stopped being friends with them, right? I, I kind of did for a while. Yes. Until they realized that putting me in the penalty box, I thought was great. In fact, it's funny because I used that. I told you I'm a passive aggressive ninja. Yeah. I used that. I'm like, dude, I'm digging the penalty box whenever I'd see him around town. And uh, pretty soon I wasn't in the penalty box anymore. I was probably in the in the jerk box or the or the <laughs> p- passive aggressive box or whatever that might be. But, um, you know, you know, my takeaway with this is that uh, while we are hostage sometimes, to fees that, um, that, that sugar, you know, I mean, really being nice to people actually is, is, is the better way and, and working with them. And Kimberly here hanging out with us on Facebook says, uh, the takeaway is to drive. Don't, 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 don't fly at all. And, and, and another takeaway for me has been to try to give and and it's funny because with airlines, we've always come down to what the, you know, which one's cheapest, right? I go to kayak or wherever, and I just look for the cheapest one, go to Google, look for the cheapest thing and take it. I've stopped doing that. Like I won't fly spirit anymore just because a, I don't like eating my ankles for uh, two hours on a plane, but also because of the fact that, that I just, I don't believe in that, that practice. I just, I don't, I don't want to encourage that behavior. So I don't know. It cost me a few dollars and I know that I alone won't change the world when it comes to airlines, but I I need to support the things that uh, make me go. I'm with you. I'm with you. I, uh, I don't know when I will fly again. And I usually fly about a hundred to 150 times a year. So it's very weird in my life right now. But when I do, I will be on the one airline that I always fly. And that's Delta. Thank you, Ed Bastion. <laughs> I, I got to tell you the difference between Delta and American has been, I hope has been amazing. Yeah. has been just incredible. Um, Pete, I heard that you run this really cool company called Hey Money. We do. We're professional financial problem solvers. You know, sometimes you don't need a financial planner. You don't need someone to invest your money. You've just got a series of realities in your life and they all add up to something. You just don't know what because you're a consumer and you don't look at this stuff all day. Well, my group of experts do look at these things all day. And for $19.99 a month, we will be your financial friend and we will hug you virtually and we will fix stuff. And that's what we do. We have nothing to sell you. We don't want to be your investment advisors. So go to callheymoney.com and use offer code. I don't, we don't actually have an offer code for that. I just, I was on a roll. So I do <laughs> callheymoney.com, everybody. You were going, man. I wasn't going to stop you, but Why? I am disappointed that there's no money with friends offer code, but whatever. I oh, thought, one? I thought we were friends. I don't know. Oh, well, well, well yeah. You know, you know, let's, uh, let's back channel. On that. <laughs> right, deal. He's Pete. I'm Joe. Tomorrow we are, but tomorrow we are back with more. We're going to talk about the winter, the upcoming, the winter that for some of us can't come fast enough. We're like, uh, I saw a meme recently, Pete, that just said, Hey, can I just put up a tree and call this year over? Like, let's, let's, let's do that. Uh, we'll talk about that stuff from LL Bean on tomorrow's money with friends. Bye-bye. Joe's created and hosted by us, Joe Salcihai and Bobby Rebel, and it's edited and produced by Ashley Wall. Money with Friends is a product of Money with Friends LLC, copyright 2020.
For a list of the thought leaders who appear on the podcast and links to the stories discussed, head to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. You can also check out our schedule for upcoming recording sessions so you can join us and be part of the show. Also, be sure to follow us on social media at moneyfriendspod on both Instagram and Twitter. Look out for our polls and quizzes. You could get a shout out on the show. We're well worth following. We promise. As with anything, remember you shouldn't take advice from any of us or or any other videos or podcasts without first talking to your financial advisor. These people on this episode, they're here for your and their entertainment purposes only. I'm Bobby. I'm Joe. We'll see you here back next time with another episode of Money with Friends. Bam, nailed it.